0: Welcome to The Ralph Report
1: with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome back to The Ralph Report. So happy again to have you joining us on this Tuesday, July 7th. Brand new show for you today. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I am your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman, and sitting here in the Batcave with me is the vice host himself. Proud... Fan of the Washington (laughs) Liberals. I believe that's the new name of the the football team there in Washington. (laughs) (laughs) It is the vice host himself, Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho Eddie? What are you gonna do with your I team's name? What's gonna happen? I'm, I, I warriors. I like warriors. The Washington Warriors. And that's they, fine.
1: They go back to the old '60s helmets with yeah. the arrows on the side. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I don't know if they'll do that because that's still. I'm sure somebody'll have a problem with that. Yeah. Can you keep the arrows? I don't know. I don't know either. Probably not. And then the warrior. Then you're like saying they're aggressive people, and it's just I don't know. You're gonna offend somebody no matter what you
0: well, do. Well, a warrior is a catch-all. I mean, there's been right. all kinds of warriors and all kinds of uh, uh, yes, every ethnicities. Every, ethnicities. Throughout time. I mean, Ulysses says great. Ulysses, Ulysses-,
1: Ulysses- <laughs> totalitarianism. Whitey was a warrior long before anybody yes. else. Yeah, we're the best warriors, apparently. Right? We kill a lot of people. Whitey does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I Warriors, I'd be happy with Warriors. I know they're talking Red Tails. Red Tails. The Tuskegee Air, Airmen. You kind of keep the same color scheme. Yeah. Do we have World War II planes flying over the stadium on game day. Be kind of cool. You keep your R. You, you can keep, can the R, keep the R. The R, The script R. And all your merch. that would be nice. Washington racists. I you would could, you, you keep could the, keep the R for that too. Hashtag HTTR. You could keep it. It all That's
0: works right. out. Who are you going to offend with racists? Right, nobody, nobody. except the racists. If the racists get upset, then the racist. Who cares? <laughs> we don't care if they're upset. <sighs> Hey. Well, I don't envy you. It's a tough thing because I know you are—you're a longtime fan, and there will be some mourning, I think, as you say goodbye to the te- old team's name. There will be. I mean, it's a huge part of my my life, my childhood. Forward. But, but, but they're still their team. You'll still be the Washington team, whatever they are. I'll still,
1: cheer, are, for, yeah, I'll still the, cheer for they'll them. They'll still be your team. It'll be weird. I just got to buy a bunch of new gear now. Yeah. Well, see, what's well, the, the upside? Uh, Indiegogo
0: for my new Redskins gear. <laughs> Um, hell of a show for you today, kids! A hell of a show because on the of you want to know why? Because it's Tuesday, that means we're gonna take a look at a classic TV theme song. On TV theme song, same song on TV <laughs> tunes Tuesday. Words are hard. The dentures are falling out. Yes, I gotta get those teeth glued in. <laughs> uh, what else? We got the entertainment news, of course. We got so much good stuff. A jam packed show once again for you today. You will enjoy today's show. Not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. Uh, since we're doing a little sports thing here at the top, let's not forget. I don't know if you saw this yesterday or not, but the uh, NHL and the Players Union have come to terms, and yep. it looks like hockey's going to start on August 1st. Exciting. Very exciting. I'm excited. For the uh, Washington, now what are their names? They're the be? Capitals. Oh, we could, That's a keep generic that name. One? Yeah, we don't know if anybody with caps. All right. So, uh, yeah, and the Philadelphia Flyers. See? Philadelphia's smart. We don't use any racist terms. We don't have to change the names of our teams. Right. It's they just, just fly. No one minds flying. No, you're right. Flyers. Eagles Eagles, and flying. There's a lot of uplifting. 76ers. Spirit. What's more American than 76? Goddamn right. <laughs> um. Yeah, so hockey on August 1st. This could mean we we could be running hockey into football. Yeah. If and they you got, start playing
1: preseason. You could right? have baseball, hockey, and football all going at the same time. Wow.
0: How exciting. Nobody will be in the stands, but we'll be watching at home, and that's all that matters. And
1: there'll be a bunch of no-names playing because all the starters have
0: COVID. Yes. We live in weird times, boys and girls. Speaking of weird times, before we get into the show today and your phone calls from the Ralph Report hotline, uh, I want to give a uh, congratulatory tip of the cap to our good pal, Big Daddy Jimmy V. I don't know if you saw this yesterday or not on social media, but uh, Jimmy, for those of you who are longtime listeners of the show, know he's a super guy uh been a stalwart fan of not only this program but hollywood babylon beforehand and he's uh, just a terrific guy he and his wife are just terrific yes and uh yesterday we were talking about bill pullman doing his little video yeah the mask
1: thing talking
0: about he was wearing his freedom yes freedom masks that's right (laughs) and so you and i were saying this may be the hook this may be the way to get the, uh, the, the MAGA folks on yeah. board with wearing their masks. Right. If we start calling them freedom masks, they'll go oh, they'll short circuit and they won't know what to do. Something's got to give, right? And maybe instead of tearing them off the rack at the local Target, they can start wearing them and feeling good about themselves. Right. So we were saying it semi-jokingly. Well, Jimmy picked up the ball and ran with it. Yesterday, he put on sale his freedom masks over there on teespring.com, and I was just so impressed by his initiative and so impressed by him actually following through on a goofy little idea he heard on this show. I, I gave him a phone call, and I reached out to have a little conversation about the whole thing. Here's my quick little phone call with our good pal, Big Daddy Jimmy V. Well, some people talk the talk like me, and then some people walk the walk like Big Daddy Jimmy V. How are you, Jimmy?
2: Good. How you doing, Ralph?
0: I got to say, I was uh, perusing Twitter yesterday, and then I came across it. You took the idea and ran with it. Talk to me about Freedom Masks.
2: Freedom Masks. You know what? Uh, we're actually down here in Temecula, which is a, a little between San Diego and L.A., and there are a few more individuals down here that are uh, a lot more freedom loving uh, <laughs> and less mask wearing. Um, and so it, it struck me as something that, you know, as I hear Fox News and all those right wing pundits start to kind of turn and say, you know, masks might be a good thing as our numbers keep going up and everybody else's keep going down. I figured this was something that you guys stumbled across that is going to see the light of day eventually. And better to beat them to the punch than wait and see what they do. Um, you know, my wife has a compromised immune system. I know Eddie's wife as well. And so, you know, masks are important. Uh, and the fact that the police aren't out there issuing citations to people that aren't wearing masks, um, you know, kind of disturbs me. They'll issue a citation for no seatbelt. They'll issue a citation, you know, if you're texting and driving, but you don't wear a mask and you spread the COVID, you know, you're fine. Um and so I thought, you know, let's do this. Um the masks online are 14.99. Uh most masks you find are 20 bucks. These are only 14.99 and out of that 14.99, $7.48 will be donated to Black Lives Matter. Um I thought if we're going to end do it this, let's do it with an exclamation point. So well, like you
0: said, uh, you know, the authorities, they're in a tough spot because it's not the law. It's sort of a suggestion and it's mandated, but it's not. It's, a, it's weird. So we need people to step up and start doing this. And I think this may be the thing that we can uh, maybe even if they don't know we're kidding, maybe they'll they'll run with this. And folks who think this is some sort of political issue versus a health issue will latch on to the idea of a freedom mask.
2: Yeah. And another great thing, too, is you can order extras. And if you see somebody out there and about that isn't wearing a mask going on about their freedom, feel free to give them one. You can get them online at teespring.com backslash get hyphen freedom hyphen mask.
0: That's a great thing you're doing, man. And uh, I love the fact that you heard it on the show and then you took steps of action. I appreciate your your reaction to the show and your productivity.
2: Well, I love you guys. I mean
0: it. And uh, buy a mask. <laughs> LMB, indeed. Thank you so much, Jimmy. <laughs> so there you go. We are spurring people into action. And the nice part is, as he mentioned, uh, all the proceeds are going to various charities and stuff. Yeah, so he's not, he's not getting rich off of this no, thing. No, that's the best, though. But maybe some people will start wearing masks. Whatever it takes. And they'll be free they'll be free yes with their freedom mask on Make american flag freedom masks again you can go to teespring.com and then just punch uh, freedom mask into the search <laughs> bar and there <laughs> it pops up bright red with white lettering looks very familiar the whole thing <laughs> i think some people are going to get fooled maybe not all of them but we're going to get some if of them. you can them. get a handful of them it's worth it that's right every little bit helps all right speaking of our beloved members of the garmi and phone calls it is time for your phone calls we love it when you reach out to us here on the show hell you're responsible for the uh, lion's share of what we talk about here on the show and we love it when you leave your voicemail messages it's pretty easy to do we got the ralph report hotline all set up for you 24 hours a day seven days a week there at your disposal leave your thoughts your feelings your your interests your questions your comments anything you want to talk about just got to dial up that phone number one eight three three hi I listen to them all. And then I grab a handful of them. We put them here at the top of the show in a segment called Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line.
1: Ross gonna play your calls now. And see what's on your
0: mind. Blip, 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 Hey, speaking of phone calls, real quickly, Mm -hmm. yesterday I mentioned that I got a phone call on the Ralph Report hotline from a listener named Carl, who was going through a particularly difficult time. Yes. And because I mentioned that, and because the Garmy is good, you guys uh, were leaving messages on social media and also on the Patreon comments page of the, uh, the posting on yesterday's show, checking in with Carl, asking about him. A lot of people reached out to me and said, have you heard from him? I had a phone call with Carl yesterday. He's doing good. good. He's okay. We good. had a long talk, and uh, we, we we're dealing. He's dealing with some stuff, and so I reached out, and we had a nice phone call. And he's he's okay. He's he's, he's that's good. He's hanging in there. And so. we all have
1: our breaking points right now. So yes,
0: so yeah. everybody who was concerned for him, uh, thanks so much for your concern. But he's he's doing better now, and uh, I will keep you posted. And I'm going to be talking to him more in the future, I think, because. Yeah, like many of us, it's not just COVID. He's also got some personal stuff going on and yeah. just, when it's all when it all starts to pile up. Yeah. It can be a little overwhelming. It's a tsunami, man. And because he reached out on the Ralph Report hotline, I was like, you know what? I should uh check in with this gentleman and have a phone call. That's and so good. we did, and it was good. So that is good. Now, back to our usual nonsense here with the Ralph Report hotline. People still talking about corn and me <laughs> shucking it. Hard to believe That's still a topic of conversation. Me pulling the husk off some corn. At least this guy appreciates the mastery of which now I have conquered husks because I was shucking corn on the fourth of July. Look at you go, Ralph. Thank you. Shucking corn. Look at you go. Thanks. Proud of you. Thank you. Finally someone thank you. Someone appreciating my special husking. Shocking skills. I appreciate it. I appreciate it that you took the eating of raw corn to your to your to your daughter. Hey, I'm that way. I'm open-minded when it comes to food, Eddie Pence. If you introduce me to something new and I enjoy it, look at me. I'm a changed right. man. Can you imagine that? I'm a change man. I shaved my beard cuz I couldn't get the fish smell I out yesterday. I did notice you are shorn. So I couldn't get the
1: fucking fish smell out.
0: Is that really
1: the motivation yes. behind your shaving upper lip your beard? Smelled like fish no, and I could didn't. not get it out. It stopped. And it. I shaved it.
0: <laughs> cuz it smelled like fucking mustard herring. <laughs> See now, Awful. but now you probably have a, a you know, an, an increased desire for mustard herring because it oh, tastes so good to you. I wanted it gone. It's like ghost herring oh, instead no. of ghost ham. You had ghost <laughs> herring in your beard. I don't want that. Did you actually shave? Yes, because you have like a three days worth of growth, and you well, just I, shaved I just, it yesterday. I
1: just have the clippers, and I just oh, took it. I, I took off
0: the long hairs. I, gotcha. I still
1: have some gruff, but I got the smelly fish part off. <laughs> right.
0: Well, Whitney, who called in from West Virginia previously, who uh, chastised me for not oh, shucking yeah. corn. I remember that. Apparently, I'm still not doing it right. <laughs> she called in with this life hack.
2: Yo-ho, Eddie, Whitney from West Virginia. Um, I just listened to the podcast. Awesome, guys. And, uh, Grouse, I'm so happy to hear that you shucked corn over the weekend. But, Um,
0: but. But I wanted to give you a little
2: tip. Okay. You were talking about the corn silk. Yes. There's a trick to it. If you take, and this is going to sound nuts, but if you take a rubber band and you loop it around your thumb and your pointer finger with a twist in the middle. You can run that up and down the corn, and it will catch the silk and pull it off immediately, and it is so much quicker. So, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that little tip. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: So there you go. A little life hack. We're refining <laughs> our, our shucking skills. I didn't even know that. I didn't either. I didn't know that. So, I mean it is the hardest part. I mean, it's pretty yeah. easy to get the husk off, but the the uh, strands of corn silk do yeah, linger. You usually stroke a little it like bit. a large cox.
1: Yeah, a That's of, how I get it. Trust off. me,
0: a lot of people noticed that on the video for Munchin Monday last week. That's how I've always done it. Mm, well, I'm very good at that's, it. That's that's all about you and what you stick up your ass and what you pull out of your ass. That's a personal thing. But apparently, Whitney says, if you twist a rubber band around your finger, your pointer finger and your thumb, and you just run that around up and down the corn, I guess the silk gets caught in the rubber band hmm. and it pulls it right off. Right. Good so to know. there you go. I'll do that next
1: time. Next time
0: of I'm st- shucking. Instead of giving it a hand job. Yeah, I'll just really. do that. Was, I didn't notice it at the time when we were filming. And then people started <laughs> to talk about it. I went back and took a look. I was like, Jesus Somebody Christ. made a gif out of it or a gif. This is some kind of weird <laughs> farm porn <laughs> I'm watching here. Got somebody off. That's all that matters. All right. Listen, boys and girls, if you're going through a tough time, if this is a difficult uh, stretch for Mm. you because of what's happening in the world and with COVID and everything else, don't worry. Your problems are solved for the next minute and a half because Eric from Clearwater, (laughs) Florida, called in. And I'm telling you, it's impossible not to... Enjoy yourself when Eric calls in. If you're new to the show, Eric is our friend from Clearwater, Florida. He works at a dispensary. As far as we know, he is the quality control man there. He just samples the product and lets them know how it works. From time to time, he will call in with a thought. It's goddamn magic is what it is. Here is the latest call from our pal Eric from Clearwater.
2: Hey, Rob. Yo, hello, Eddie. It's Eric from Clearwater. So... I was thinking about colors, (laughs) not the movie, but just like in general, and you know, we got our our primary colors Mm -hmm. and then we got our secondary colors, Yes. but then what's next? Is it, is is it third dairy? I don't know. (laughs) What's the next word for the, like fourth dairy? Fourth dairy. Oh (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be...
1: (laughs)
0: Eric, don't ever stop calling me, please. Oh, my God. I said this before. When I hear your voice, it's like Christmas morning for me as I go through the phone calls to listen. Now, Eric, it may be stone, but he's not far off. There is a primary color. Mm -hmm. And then when you combine primary colors, you get our secondary colors. There is a third set of colors. Right. They're called the tertiary colors. And they are... All right. First of all, let's let's work through it all. We got the primary colors, which are Eddie Pence. Do you know for bonus points? Red. Yeah. Blue. There's three of them. Green. Not uh, yellow. Not green. Not green. Yes. Red, blue, yellow. Yell- yellow. Yellow. Red, blue, yellow. Green. Sorry. And then a combination. Red and blue of make those, green. Red of uh, exactly. Our, yes. A combination of those colors make our secondary yes. colors, which are green, orange, and purple. Yes. And then the tertiary colors are yellow, orange, red, orange, red, purple, blue, purple, blue, green. And yellow green. So those are the 12 colors that are featured on the color wheel. Those are considered our, our main colors. And everything else is a combination. Everything else just turns brown or black. Therein, in, yes. So, <laughs> so you were on the right track, Eric, but it's not third dairy. It's not third area or fourth dairy. Or fourth dairy. <laughs> they're called tertiary, ter- T-E-R-T-I-A-R-Y, tertiary colors. Okay. From time to time, people have been calling in with sightings of celebrities in the wild. You don't expect to see them where you do, and then boom, Mm. next thing you know, you're right up against a celebrity. Fernando called in with his, and I got to say, I'm a little jealous. Hey, Ross. This is Fernando, a two-star general in uh, Jupiter, Florida, calling about the celebs we met but didn't know who they were at the time. I was visiting my sister in L.A. last year, and we went to Redondo Beach, and I was run over by a... A person riding a bicycle and I'm a bigger dude so um, the person got knocked down and I helped her back up and it was Kristen Bell uh, she's tiny and she's okay But (laughs) L&B, guys, fight. This is one of the few calls where I'd like more details. Yeah. All we heard was she's okay. What happened? Was there interaction? Did she apologize? Did you apologize? Was she embarrassed? Was it your fault? Was it her fault? She is dreamy in real life as I believe her to be (laughs) when I watch The Good Place. Oh, my God. I love her so much. She's with Dax Shepard, too. Yeah. What's that They like hate each other. They're married and they hate each other. Well, have
1: you sh- seen interviews with them? They they just don't like each other, but they're married. They, she should leave him.
0: I know. Come here to my big empty house. I've got plenty of room. I have no, I have no pool, but I got a bat cave and a video <laughs> and ball. a trampoline and trampoline. Uh, folks have also been calling in with their talents. Garmy's got talent, and uh, it's been it's uh. been interesting so far. <laughs> what well, with uh, Fozzie calling in, Fuzzy Bear here, and Sean. That says Sean right here. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who's gonna call in. It sure, wasn't Dana Carvey. I'm pretty sure that was't. Uh, <laughs> this young lady called in. She actually has a pretty good impression for us.
2: Hey Ralph, here is my impersonation of Jennifer Aniston as Rachel. All right friend. Okay. What? What? <laughs> That's
0: it. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to work on more than one sound when you're doing an impression, but I think it was pretty strong. What, what? 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 Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> oh, boy. And lastly, oh. Trace has an idea. <sighs> he, this may be a new segment. I don't know. It's a request, mm-hmm. and so you know, we're here to we're here to make the customer happy.
2: Hey, Ralph. This is Trace Two Star, Rutland, Vermont. I've got to hear your rant pumped up to double speed on Kanye West. <laughs> it sounds like you could have had a coked out moment on that one, and it'd be funny as hell. Anyways, right. love you, man. it, bye. All right,
0: we'll see. As you know, a regular feature on this show is Eddie's drunk thoughts when we slow him down. and makes him sound really loaded. If you speed me up when I'm really angry like I was <laughs> yesterday about the Kardashians and Kanye West, <laughs> do I sound coked up? Well, there's only one way for us to find out. It all goes back to the Kardashians, I swear to you. The Kardashians are patient zero in this country when we lost our way when it comes to worshiping at the altar of pointless celebrities. And everyone who supports the Kardashians and buys their makeup and buys their spanks and all their fucking products and you've made them some a force to be reckoned with in this country, you have failed us because it all sprung out of that. They were the first super family of reality television and then Kanye West marries into them and she's going to be now Warrior Barbie. She doesn't have to go to law school. She's just, and people just they treat them like they have some value instead of just the rich garbage that they are. <laughs> I'm exhausted oh listening God. to that. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: memories Somebody's got to cut you into full speed yeah. And then me slow And then so it's a coked up Ralph
0: talking to a drunk man, Eddie Memories of uh, of a better time Fuck, man I remember being that guy Late oh. at night, just <sighs> full of ideas Jeez. Couldn't get him out fast enough
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks to everybody who called in oh. You too can be featured on the Garmy on the Line segment But you know what you got to do I can't play your phone call if you don't call me On Tuesdays, we like to take a look at the big calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall and see what holidays are associated with this day, July 7th. may come as a surprise to you, but every day on the calendar, 365 of them have multiple holidays associated with them. And we don't think they're all legitimate, so we break it down in a segment called Holiday. Or holiday. Holiday or holiday. Please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. All right, July 7th is Tell the Truth Day. Tell the Truth Day, Hmm. where they ask you to imagine a world where nobody lies, says anything misleading, or does anything dishonest. Tell the Truth Day aims to achieve this for just one day of the year know if that's the world we want to live in either. i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so because most things that are lied about are lied about for a reason you usually do a little white lies to spare people's feelings saving a lot of pain yeah and a lot of conversations <laughs> that you don't necessarily want to have <laughs> so how about be as truthful as possible, right. day. The things that matter, I think, be truthful about, stirring shit up, day. Right. But let's, if... let's make it: don't stir shit up, day. But be <laughs> yeah.
1: fairly honest. Most lies come from a place of trying to take care of the other person, yeah,
0: or, or trying to cover your ass. Yeah, that's. Either I think way. most lies come from trying to cover your ass, <laughs> but, but there's you a know. reason why you're covering your ass. Because if your ass was exposed. Then a lot of people would be pissed off. Yeah. So I'm not. Truth may be overrated. I don't know.
1: <laughs> not absolute truth. We don't need absolute
0: truth. Today's also Cow Appreciation Day, Eddie Pence. Oh, cow Appreciation I Day. I love the cow. Do you love the I cow? I do love the cow. Not the way they want you to. Oh, probably not. No. Uh, This was this is one of those bullshit holidays, by the way. This was started in 1995. It was the beginning of the cow revolution, they claim, hmm. when herds of beef cattle decided to take a stand for the futures of the bovine race. It claims here that a uh, a cow named Heff R. Jones, Heifer, get it? Heifer, Heifer Jones. Hmm. Started uh, painting on billboards, eat more chicken oh, on okay. billboards. And, you know, of course, that was an advertising campaign yeah. for uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they say uh, to honor his... His uh sacrifice today's cow appreciation day, so you uh, honor them by eating he's a vandal. Eating more chicken. Eating more chicken from Chick fil A. No, I don't need to Chick fil A doesn't need my business. We have to protect the billboards. Anybody <laughs> who defaces a billboard, ten years in prison. Today's also National Dive Bar Day. Oh sweet Jesus. I want dive bars back you so the badly. Dive bar. Let me tell you something. I I consider myself a fairly classy guy. Mm-hmm. I love a good four-star restaurant, mm-hmm. but I love a dive bar more than anything else. Mm. If I'm going out to hang out, goddamn, I love a dive bar. I like a pool table. I like a well-stocked jukebox. I like it dark, especially when you're day drinking. Little, I want to be able to go outside, and the sun hurts my eyes. A little
1: damp, sticky um, floor.
0: Sticky. Uh, maybe a cranky old woman behind the bar, maybe who was, you know, a waitress there for a long time. And then maybe she's a little bitter about the choices she made in her life. <laughs> smells like stale water and and uh and Benson and Hedges cigarettes. <laughs> and you got the guy at the far end who's been there since opening, you mm. know, and he's Rah! once in a while, just bark something out. Oh. You live, a uh, good Walking distance from a couple of nice dive bars. I right sure do. Yeah, you do. And I did at my other house too. The Starlight. Yeah. The Starlight was oh, a yeah. real dive. I was going to fight the Starlight. That was, a, you that was a good time. What? Because some guy was mouthing off. You know how people. To you are. or just in general? Just in general. And you decided to shut him up? No, I just, I took offense and I may have said something <laughs> and he didn't like it. And it's a long story. But yeah, I'm close within, I, I'm within walking distance of two really good dives. Yeah. Can't go to either one of them. It's tragic. Breaks my heart. So absolutely on this day, we will salute the dive bars. Just just any sports on television. They don't really care no. if they got curling up there or darts no. or whatever. It's, they got to have something. And it's usually
1: motocross or something. It's just playing in the background. The
0: beer is always really, really cold. And you can get like a special in the middle of the day. You can get like a paps blue ribbon and right. a shot of like house whatever's in the well whiskey for yeah. like 250 or something. And they something. just have a
1: deep fryer in the back. That's it. Oh my god.
0: It's all so good. <laughs> all right, this day is going to make me cry. Here we go. National Father-Daughter Take a Walk Day Aww. is on this day. This day promotes the benefits of family bonding time between fathers and daughters as well as the the physical benefits of the activity. Um, they say memories can be made during your time together with your daughter enjoy the summer season and take a walk no matter the age of your child she will appreciate the time spent with you daddy daughter take a walk day come on how sweet is that i've always em-
1: i'm envious of that cuz i have a- i have a great relationship with my son but i always see how like tracy is with her father and other Guys that I know that have daughters, and there's, yeah. there's that special bond between a daughter and a father that's different than any other relationship in the family.
0: But as a guy who lost a son, I'm always envious of father or son stuff because yeah. there's stuff that you just, you you bond being the same sex or yeah. having the same similar interests, or whatever. I mean, my daughter has no interest in science fiction or <laughs> Batman or anything else yeah, that yeah, I yeah. care about. So I get you. I get you. Everybody's got their upsides and their downsides. So if you got a daughter, take her on a walk today and wear a goddamn mask. <laughs> Stay socially. Yes. Freedom masks. Today is National Macaroni Day. Macaroni. Okay. I like macaroni. Macaroni. And cheese? Anything. Just Just, macaroni? Just pasta. Every year on July 7th, pasta lovers across the nation dig in one of their favorite noodles on Macaroni Day. What
1: makes a macaroni noodle?
0: Well, here in North America, the word macaroni, Eddie Pence, is used synonymously with the elbow-shaped tubular macaroni. That's what I consider macaroni. But in Italy... Macaroni is a large sweeping term that catches a lot of kind of noodles and pasta. Usually refers to straight, tubular, square ended pasta. Mm. But uh, depending on how it's used, it can mean spaghetti sometimes. So I had, I, I had, uh, grew up across from a first generation Italian family and they called all their pasta macaroni. macaroni. Yeah. Macaroni and, and gravy. They never yeah. called it sauce. Oh, yeah. And it's always gravy. gravy. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's, it's good stuff. Who doesn't like uh, noodles, for God's sake? So on this day, we absolutely celebrate <laughs> Macaroni Day. And I did a little uh, where did it come from because I was like, I what macaroni means? That's just Italian. It's just the name for the noodles, just macaroni. So That's why we use <laughs> it. Good to know. All right. Speaking of food, at this point, we find a holiday related to a food. We run it past Eddie Pence, see if it's something that he would eat. Or perhaps even like that corn he was so lovingly stroking, mm. stick up his ass. And then, of course, he has to pull, pull it out because he can't leave that up nope. there. we could. Uh, this is one of those rare days, boys and girls, where I, I was at a loss. The food holiday came up, and I didn't have much to, to offer. I either had macaroni, which who doesn't eat macaroni, or I had this one. And here's your chance. If you've been playing along, waiting for the slot machine reels to land to see whether you've won or not, <laughs> put all your money on no on okay. this one because this is a this is a slam dunk. Because as, just as recently as this week, Eddie Pence was balking at the idea of a dessert simply because it had a similar ingredient uh, to today's okay. holiday food. Today is <laughs> National Strawberry Sunday Day, boys and girls. Strawberry Sunday on this day, Americans combine vanilla or strawberry ice cream with sweet, delicious strawberry sauce and then fresh strawberries on top with some whipped cream. Strawberry Sundays are something the whole family can enjoy, it says right here, but not if you're in Eddie Pence's family, I'm guessing. Here's a little trivia, by the way. The oldest known record of an ice cream Sunday is from Ithaca, New York, advertisement in their local newspaper on October 5th, 1892. Spelled the ice cream treat The conventional day The Sunday S-U-N-D-A-Y And since it's been changed to S-U-N-D-A-E I don't know why But uh, that was the first record Of the ice cream Sunday. So Strawberry Sunday Day is today The rest of us are going to be enjoying it But I'm telling you If you got any money If you're looking to wager We got to pull the handle It's the law I got no choice I would like just to move on But uh, here we go Yeah, we you're just there. fucking up
1: a good Sunday with you're, strawberries. You're not. You're you just not put at chocolate all. syrup on it and some whipped cream, and that's your Sunday. They're not mutually exclusive.
0: You they can are. enjoy a chocolate. They don't sundae, need strawberries. But on in it. summertime, when strawberries no. are in season Mm-mm. and they're sweet and delicious, and they Mm-mm. have a unique just... flavor that you can't get from anything else. Putting that in combination with ice cream is a wonderful summer no,
1: dessert. I don't, I don't enjoy strawberries.
0: And on social media, they were talking about that strawberry jello. Thing yeah, they were that, with yeah. the uh, pretzel, graham cracker yeah, crust, I, and everything. That sounded goddamn magical. I was
1: all about it until strawberries got thrown in there. I would have tried it up until the no, strawberries.
0: you wouldn't, because there was jello in there too. Oh, the J- well,
1: the strawberry, the jello Jell- came after the strawberries, but yeah, once those two, and I was out. Jello can get fucked. For all I care. <laughs>
0: well, we know Jello did, can get. It, it gave you appendicitis. Fucked. We all yes, remember it did. that. Fuck Jello. Oh my, and God. Bill Cosby. So happy st- Strawberry Sunday day out there to all you real people. <laughs> you can have mine. And I'm um, sorry the Eddie Pence patented jackpot slot machine let us down once again. It's always so sad. <laughs> it very when you go sad. south, when you go horribly <laughs> south, and that is today's holiday. Or nay. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Report. That's patreo ncom com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Uh, now it's time for the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. And if i sound a little solemn as we get into it because it's a sad day in entertainment news yesterday yeah. we lost a lot of people who who really accomplished some spectacular things and one who died way too soon and i'm talking about nick cordero broadway actor mm. who was known for his roles in rock of ages and waitress and bolts over broadway and a bronx tale the musical he passed away on sunday after battling complications from covid 19 for several months just 41 years old folks so don't buy into the rhetoric that only old people are dying from this yes the majority of lives that have been claimed by COVID-19 are uh, over 65 but there's plenty of people under 65 who've also been either taken by this disease or they're very very sick so it's nothing to be fucked around he with. got really messed up he was getting blood clots from it and they had to amputate his foot i believe or his, his leg, leg his leg yeah i he, mean he had ugh. to be given a temporary pacemaker he was put into a medically induced coma awful more yeah. than 90 days in intensive care and uh he had septic shock and lung infections just a brutal brutal three months that he went through and more importantly that his family went through um, his wife said, even if he survived, he would likely need a double lung transplant. Mm. Even if he had made it through, so. But they have a very young child they together. A newborn, too. I think, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, so sad. It's just uh, heartbreaking. And by all accounts, this guy was just spectacular, loved by his co-stars, and uh, had a huge upswing in his his career. His future was very bright, and then this thing just snuffed out his life. So Awful. sad news. And then we had Ennio Morricone. Hey, Ennio Morricone, what do you do over there? You make so much music for all these movies. How come you never come and see you, me, your mama no more? We make a macaroni and gravy every day for you. You're too busy making all the music and the movies. Said his father. Is that what he said? Yes. Ennio Morricone, 91 years old, passed away. One of the most prolific and admired composers in film history. He's a genius, man. He estimated that he worked on about 500 scores for films and television yep. he composed for more than 50 years the sheer quantity of music that he created for film and television is to believe to be a record that no one else comes close to he worked on so many brilliant films nominated six times for oscars for days of heaven the mission bugsy malena the hateful eight the film he did with uh, quentin tarantino the untouchables the untouchables to me is one of the truly great film scores of all time my father it was a paramount picture and my dad was working for paramount when it was released and he used to bring me home soundtrack albums regularly from the office and i remember just being in my room listening to the untouchables album like it was popular music i just couldn't get enough of it it was just brilliant his music was like that in a lot of his soundtracks you could just listen to the soundtrack yeah it was just gorgeous stuff he worked with Tarantino on The Hateful Eight in 2015 because he was unhappy with the fact that Tarantino had stolen riffs from his other scores and put him in his movies. Really, you know, Quentin is very liberal with taking music from other sources and using right. it in his films. And he used some Morricone stuff from other movies. And Ennio uh, told him, "I don't care for that. I've made those that music for those films, right. and you're lifting it and putting it in inappropriate places." So they had they. They had a conversation, they formed a friendship, and he agreed to do a score for Tarantino, wow. and he did that hatefully. Uh Came up in Italy, of course, as you can imagine by the name, uh, working with Sergio Leone on a lot of what they called spaghetti westerns back in the day. Most famously, I guess, the trilogy with Clint Eastwood as the man with no name. Yeah, look at the bad, the ugly. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly may be one of the most iconic Western theme songs of all time. When you hear it, you just think two guys covered with dust walking down a lonely street, staring at each other, waiting to pull their guns in a gunfight. Here's a little taste of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly by Ennio Morricone. I mean, it's become almost a parody yeah. of westerns. <laughs> it kind of is. Every time you hear that music, you just see the close-ups yeah. of guys' eyes and itchy trigger fingers. Anytime there's a standoff, that goes off in your head. I, I actually
1: like Once Upon a Time in the West is more of my favorite soundtrack of his. That's from, another great from one. spaghetti western.
0: Yeah, Cinema Paradiso. I mean, you could, we could be here all day just listing the films and the great work of Ennio Morricone. So, uh, ninety-one years old, not not too bad a run, but still a, a tragic loss to the uh, film music industry. And speaking of music, Charlie Daniels has passed away. Country Music Hall of Famer has passed away at the age of 83. Died from a stroke uh, yesterday. And he was another guy, just by all accounts, people just loved him. Singer, songwriter. He was very successful as an instrumentalist working with other guys in Nashville studios before he ever became a star in his own right. He he played for Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen and all different kinds of music before he broke in the world of country music. Uh, some of his big hits, Uneasy Rider, The South's Gonna Do It Again, Long Haired Country Boy, kind of crossed country music with that redneck rock sound that was coming out of Nashville in the 70s. And then it really blew up for him on the soundtrack of Urban Cowboy, bitches. That's right. Back when I was wearing my belt buckle and my hat, your chaps, I was riding You're mechanical chaps. bulls. <laughs> we were listening to the soundtrack of Urban Cowboy his song the devil went down to georgia was a monster not only was it number one on the country charts but then it crossed over to the pop charts where it landed in number three wow it's a massive hit back in 1979 here's a little bit well frankly a lot of it because i love this song of the devil went down to georgia
2: The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rise up your bow and play your fiddle hard because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul.
0: That's him rocking the fiddle right yeah. there. Charlie Daniels. The greats makes me want to dust off my hat. You should, please do. Get the
1: cowboy boots out. No, because you don't the mean best. it. Because you're just I do, I do, you're I do just mean looking it.
0: for mockery. And I, I do won't give it. you the satisfaction. I think on
1: a Munchin Mondays, you should be dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> Only if we eat
0: something cowboys used to eat. <laughs> well, when we get that, that, that jerky get thing some that you want to pemmican, the, yeah, the we, pemmican. Haven't, we haven't even had the pemmican yet. When pemmican comes out. You should wear a cowboy. I yet. should. I should get my gloves on. Get ready to. I should be eating it while I ride a bull. How did
1: you rectify being an Eagles fan dressing like a cowboy? Because How could you come to terms with that? Because the
0: Dallas Cowboys aren't real cowboys, okay? All right. okay. That's how I do it. They think are. They are. Hey, we haven't talked about box office in a while, but guess what film won the box office? Over this long holiday week on the 4th of July. What film? You wouldn't think we'd be talking about box office numbers, but there was a clear winner this past weekend. I did What? Congratulations to Sony Pictures. Now, even though the major circuits of AMC and Regal and Cinemark Mm -hmm. are open for business, you'll be interested to know there are 622 locations in the United States that is showing movies. I did not know that. 90% of them are drive-ins. Ah... But people are still showing movies. I like and to go to a drive Sony released a movie over the Independence Day weekend, and it was number one at the box office with $550,000. That made it number one. <laughs> Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars made it number one at the box office. We live in a very different world. We do. It was Ghostbusters. They re-released Ghostbusters really? in the theaters over the holiday weekend, and it topped the box
1: That's going to be a trivia question in like 20
0: years. It will be. Interestingly enough, Ghostbusters was also on top of the Independence Day frame back when it was originally released. Huh. So there you go. 36 years later, it's number one at the box office. That's crazy. That is crazy. Thought that was fun. Um, Let's talk about television. Let's talk about reality television. Okay. Big Brother has decided they're moving forward with their next series. Really? Yes. Coming back this summer as an all-star Big Brother, Season 22. They're going to move people into the Big Brother house and then seal the doors and watch them slowly die, I'm assuming.
1: A <laughs> COVID bomb in there and shut the door? What? what? I guess they're quarantining them before they go in,
0: correct? That's the plan. They're moving them to L.A. Everybody gets quarantined and checked out, and then they're going to move them into the house. And what they're doing is using the all-star format so this way they don't have to go through casting or anything to find people they've got a limited number of people to choose from and they're going to put them back in that house and frankly i don't care if it all goes it all goes COVID 19 on them really just it should be the big just never open the door again that's all (laughs) just burn it to the ground after the last one drops fuck big brother and while we're fucking people (laughs) Yesterday, you heard me about Kanye West. You know how I feel about this motherfucker. I, I Did heard. you see this
1: news? What news?
0: You know, Kanye West has his company Yeezy, right? Yeah, That's his I've, company. I've heard. Did you know mm-hmm. that he received a $2 million loan from the Paycheck Protection Program from the Small Business Association, from the and government? He, and
1: he kept it? Yes. Oh, fuck, hell. fuck off. Fuck
0: that dude. Now, this program, many of you may know, the Paycheck Protection Program was put in place to try to keep small businesses up and running during the pandemic shutdown so that people could still collect paychecks and that some small business operators could maintain their businesses. Yeah, This guy got a $2 million loan from this program to keep his company going. He doesn't need it. His wife is a just announced she's a goddamn billionaire. Fuck, oh, fuck, Why is he oh. taking $2 million from the government? Oh, God. And he claims it's so that 160 people that he employs could stay uh, say, stay paid. He could pay them out of his own pocket That's and not make a dent. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking absurd. It's sickening that this guy would take $2 million from the federal government to keep his goddamn business going.
1: Oh I, I, I don't know if he's ready. He announced he's running for president. I don't know if he's ready to be vetted. And I don't know if the Kardashians are ready to be vetted at the level they're going to get vetted at. Yeah. The sh- all their shit's going to come out.
0: Well, now they're saying he can't even get on the ballot in most states. So, yeah, it's a little late to get on. I think eight or ten states he can't He'd even get He'd have on to the be ballot. a write-in candidate. Yeah. and it just, It's just a colossal
1: clusterfuck he's, on so many he's levels. He's got a new album coming out. You think this is just a publicity stunt. It's got to be. For the new
0: album coming it's out. It's got to be. Because... It, Even if he wanted to run, no one would tell him in their right mind, this is the time to do it. He's way too late. I hate hate him. But at least he got $2 million of federal funding. Piece of shit. And I know people, like, I have a friend who runs a uh, child care uh, business. She had to close her doors. I mean, her business is done. Oh, She'll never man. open up again. She got some money, yeah. but she's a sole owner, and she got a couple grand, but she couldn't <laughs> keep going with She got
1: that.
0: 0.5% of that $2 million She could have been able to weather the storm. So sick. All right, here's some geek news. Stargirl is coming to CW. As it stands right now, Stargirl is currently on the DC Universe, uh, Universe streaming platform, and then it airs a day later on CW. Well, apparently they're taking it off, the streaming, and they're just going to put season two straight up on the CW. I don't know how it's doing in the ratings. I haven't even seen any of it, but... uh, I think it's going pretty well. Some people say it's pretty good. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but we'll wait and see. Um, This is sad. Another con bites the dust due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Atlanta's Dragon Con, which is a big one, they were trying to hold on as late as possible to see if they could possibly open their doors for an event scheduled September 3rd through the 7th but they have decided to give up the ghost and just uh, start shooting for next year. So no Dragon Con in Atlanta this year, their big comic book and uh, popular culture convention. It's for the best. This is uh, on the heels of WonderCon, Emerald City Con, and of course, San Diego all deciding to uh, let it go as well. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And lastly, while we're talking about nerdy things, Thor's in the news, Chris Hemsworth. How did I not know this was even happening? What? How did I miss this story? What's the story? He is working out. He says harder than ever. He's got to get bigger and more muscular. For because he's playing Hulk Hogan in a movie about oh, Hulk Hogan's yeah. life. I heard that. When was this news? That was discussed? like a
1: year and a half ago that came out. He was going or a year ago. Did we cover it on this show? I think we did.
0: I don't remember I think talking we did. about
1: it. Yeah, it was like a year and a half ago we covered that. Yeah.
0: He says, as you can imagine, preparation for this role has been physically insane. I'll have to put on more size than ever before. Even more than I put on for Thor. Finally, he's going to get into some kind of shape, that fat bastard. Hulk Hogan, Hogan's bigger than Thor. Oh, my
1: god! I think about that. That's crazy. He's to to
0: shave the top of his head. Yeah, he says he's going he's gonna to be balding in the movie. He's do the skullet. He will sport the iconic stash, of course, as well. <laughs> he's working on the voice, he says, currently. But right now, he's just lifting heavy, trying to get as much bulk as possible Uh, that'd be interesting the only question i think that remains is how is eddie pence going to keep his hands off his penis in a theater when thor is playing hulk hogan in a movie about wrestling well hopefully we'll
1: be socially distanced in the theater and then i'll I'll have almost a whole row to myself that's right you'll be able just
0: to splay your legs and just start working it. just treat it like a husk of corn oh my god go to town Today's Celebrity birthdays: all these stars born on July 7th. Drummer Ashton Irwin of Five Seconds of Summer is 26 years old today.
2: Don't
0: Every time you move to the beat, it gets Doc Severinsen is 93 years He's old today. He's still alive? Yes. He's the last guy left of the original wow. Tonight Show gang. I didn't know he was Johnny's cool gone. Of course, Ed McMahon is gone. Doc Severinsen, ninety-three. God, it's the last one still. I around. miss the old Tonight Show. Yeah, it was so good. fun. Singer-songwriter Vonda Shepard is fifty-seven years old. She's had some minor hits, but got really well known during Ally McBeal. She did all the music for that series mm. that Calista Flockhart starred in, and they even released an album of songs that she did. Most of them were covers, but it was a big hit. Come. Actress Kirsten Vangsness from Criminal Minds is 48 years old today. Comedian Jim Gaffigan celebrates his 54th birthday. He's a funny guy. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan. He's really funny. Drummer Ringo Starr is 80 years old today. He's the oldest of the Beatles. Of course, they're a longtime drummer, but also a successful solo artist as well. Every
2: time I see your face, it reminds me of the places we used to go.
0: Actor Joe Spano from Hill Street Blues is 74. Cree Summer from A Different World celebrates her 51st birthday. Singer guitarist Warren Entner of the legendary 60s band The Grassroots is 77 years old today. Actress Shelley Duvall is 71. She, of course, was olive oil olive to oil. Robin Williams' Popeye. Oh, yeah. Also starred opposite Jack Nicholson in The Shining. It's lesser known, but olive oil. <laughs> the Shining is I lesser known? I loved Popeye when I was a kid. That's
1: not that a good movie. That movie was one of my favorite movies when I was a child. It's not good. Oh, it's it doesn't age well, but when no, I was you know a kid. you know why?
0: Because it's not good. That's why it doesn't age when well. When I was a kid. Wow. You know what else doesn't age well? What? A turd sitting on your dining room table. But it doesn't mean when it first got there, it was worth sitting down and grabbing yeah, a Yeah, but when you're a little knife. kid, it looks like chocolate. Oh my God. <laughs> the movie's awful. Uh, Georgia Fox from CSI is 52 years old today. Bassist Mark White of The Spin Doctors is 58. Actor Billy Campbell. The Rocketeer himself Hmm. is 61, now there's a movie. (laughs) Rocketeer's awesome. Rocketeer's good. It's awesome. I, it's it right. is so
1: underappreciated. It's underappreciated, true. But I, It's so good. I got more joy out of Popeye. Jennifer
0: Connelly is just at the prime of yes, her powers. She's peaked, Jennifer Connelly. He though. is ne- he, right off the comic book page as the Rocketeer. Yeah. You got Timothy Dalton as the bad guy. It's yeah. like an Errol Flynn Nazi. It's all so
1: good. It's good.
0: Alan Arkin, it's come good. on. It's good. I'm I'm giving you what's good. It kicks Popeye's ass. I don't know about that. That's how good it is. Mm. Happy birthday, Billy Campbell. And lastly, David Hodo celebrates his birthday. He was the construction worker, still is as far as I know, the construction worker in the village people. He's 73 years old today. I hope he's retired now that I think about it. (laughs) I don't think you want a 73-year-old construction worker in the village (laughs) people. He's got to move on to Foreman by now. I I don't want the man not to earn a (laughs) living, but I'm hoping he found another career late in life that keeps him off the stage wearing just like a mesh tank top and a vest no and a hard might. hat. No one wants that Nobody wants to see that David Hodo. I'm sorry. Yes you can your mind. people Can't you we that's it for today's celebrity birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman I walk the showbiz beat Maybe you can get a gig with the village people. i do it. As the corn polisher. Maybe they can create a new...
1: <laughs> I'll be the, the corn shucker. <laughs> I'll just wear overalls and a straw hat. You could have a new character in the village people. You'd have the, the Indian... And the cop? Well, they probably got changed the ending in yeah, the cop, probably
0: yeah. because of today's That's today. Right. Nobody likes police brutality. No. And nobody, Native you know, American. Native American, you can't. You can't but I could be the corn shucker. They they need some new characters. You could be the people. cowboy. You could be the shucker, and it's just you with just overalls on, no That's shirt, and just just rubbing and a, yeah. a buttered up. <laughs> ear of I just corn. have two
1: ears of corn. I would just be double fisting in corns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. People
1: can just hose me with butter.
0: I think we have our first Photoshop challenge here on the Ralph Report. <laughs> Please send in. maybe the shucker, everybody. Send in your photos of Eddie Pence as the shucker in the village, people. <laughs> and we'll give a prize to oh, whoever look. comes up with the best image. I'll of, send you a CD. Of Eddie Pence oh. as the shucker, the new character, the shucker. <laughs> In the Village People. <laughs> village People 2020. The brand new Village People. Oh, my God. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. It is Tuesday. And around here, Tuesdays are very special because it means we get a chance to do a deep dive into a classic TV show. But more importantly, the theme of that show, it's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. like that one. Yeah, you do. As much as you like shucking corn, <laughs> oh, yeah. though. I could shuck
1: it so fast, and then it pops. <laughs> That's the, the corn pops at the end. I, like I get it. it to pop off the husk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you make somebody pop off. I know that much. Today's TV Tunes Tuesday came from so many people, so many requests for this today, hmm. that you're too innumerable to mention, but thanks to everyone who suggested it, and largely because of yesterday's show. Oh, really? Because yesterday, when we were doing our celebrity birthday segment, mm-hmm. we touched base on one of the stars of this program and played a little taste of this theme song. And a lot of people came out of the woodwork and said, why don't you do that one? Oh. How have you not done that one yet? Oh. So let's go back to the 1970s, shall we? Two gentlemen named Ivan Goff and Ben Roberts came up with an idea for a TV series featuring three women all fighting crime together. The name of the series was The Alley Cats. <laughs> it was starring three women who would live in an alley and wear whips and chains, according to the original pilot script. Wow. Yes. Well, that didn't really fly with the network, nor with the star of the show, who was a young lady named Kate Jackson. She was the first one initially cast in that show. And she said, that's a little too rough. Can we make them a little more sophisticated? So they decided to make them private detectives who were a little bit more high class, not wearing chains and leather. (laughs) And they became known as Harry's Angels. However, there was another show on ABC at the time called Harry O starred David Jansen and they didn't want any confusion. So they eventually changed the title to Charlie's Angels and the rest is history. The next cast was a, uh, a young lady named Farrah Fawcett Majors, who was married to Lee Majors, also a star on an ABC show at the time. Uh, she didn't even have to audition. She got the role because the producer Aaron Spelling saw her in a film in 1976 called Logan's Run and just plucked her right off the screen saying, she's a star, so let's put her in this. Wow, The only one who had to audition was Jacqueline Smith, by the way, in the role of Kelly Garrett. And uh, she almost didn't get the role because they were looking for a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead to fill out the rest of Charlie's Angels. And they didn't want two brunettes, but she was so good, they ended up bringing her anyway. And the last to be cast was John Forsythe. He, of course, was the voice of the unseen Charlie Townsend, who only spoke to his operatives over that squawk box in the office. And um, he almost didn't get the role either. He wasn't even supposed to play the character. The original choice for the voice of Charlie was an actor named Gig Young. And when it got down to post-production, he was too drunk to read his lines. Are you kidding me? Yes. So Aaron oh. Spelling reached out to John Forsythe and said, can you do this for us? Can you come in and just record your lines in the booth? And so he said he was in his pajamas, he threw on his overcoat, drove down to Fox, recorded it, and he had the gig ever since. Never met any of the girls, by the way. Oh, really? Who played Charlie's Angels, yeah. Until until much after. Such a weird business. 1974, a pilot film of Charlie's Angels was aired on March 21st, 1976. The ratings were enormous. Here's the thing. ABC executives at the time had no faith in the TV series. They thought it was one of the worst ideas they had ever produced. And so they didn't believe the ratings. They thought something had gone wrong. (laughs) Really? They were literally disbelieving that the show could be that popular. Three Beautiful Women.
1: Fighting Crime would would be
0: a hit. No one wants to watch that. So they aired it again a couple weeks later just to double check. (laughs) And again, the ratings were just as high, even for a repeat screening of that. Wow. So in September of 1976, Charlie's Angels hit the airwaves. And it was an immediate hit. Here is the theme song and the opening. It's one of those great theme songs because it kind of explains everything, sets it up for you as we get into the theme song. Here is the original theme song for Charlie's Angels.
2: Once upon a time, there were three
0: little girls who went to the police academy.
2: And they were each assigned... Very hazardous duties. But I took them
0: away from all that, and now they work for me. My name is Charlie. <laughs> God, i love that show so much not to mention charlie's angels gave us dan tana as well in that episode where vegas and charlie's angels crossed right, over that's right <gasps> it's the best show of my life <laughs> chuck some corn to that i did indeed here's the only problem with a theme song like charlie's angels and let's face it charlie's angels is a franchise that has lived on well beyond this show there yes. were the movie versions with uh, drew barrymore and uh, lucy Liu and cameron diaz yeah. There have been two rebooted versions of the television show that they tried to make that did not pan out. Then Elizabeth Banks tried to remake the movie franchise. I mean, it's been with us for a long time. But the problem with a show like Charlie's Angels, especially a theme song where you're describing the story of who the characters are in the beginning... Charlie's Angels had a revolving door when it came to the characters in that show. Yeah. Firefox and Majors was only in the first season. She quit after one year. Right. So in the second year, they had to bring in Cheryl Ladd as her little sister. Now, here the problem is they'd already set up in the theme song the story behind the girls, so right. they had to go back and re-record it with John Forsyth explaining who this new person was. <laughs> Here's season two's, th- a little bit of the season two's theme song from Charlie's Angels. Once upon a time... There were three little girls who went to the police academy. Two in Los Angeles. The other in San Francisco. Okay, so now we got three (laughs) girls in the police department, two in L.A. This new one that you don't know yet, she's from San Francisco, that's why you don't know her. Okay, then in season four, Kate Jackson walks, okay? So now they got to bring in someone else. They bring in Shelly Hack. She's a new person. Get John Forsythe back in the studio. we got to re-record the intro again. Once upon a time, there were three little girls who went to the police academy. One in Los Angeles. One in San Francisco. The other in Boston. Okay, so now we know where she's from. (laughs) Shelly Heck doesn't work out. They recast the role again in season 5. They're bringing Tanya Roberts. Okay. And I'm like, "Geez, how many police academies are we going to have these people That's every come city. out of- We got to change that. Doc- Call John Forsythe go. We got to re-record this.
2: Once upon
1: a time, there were three beautiful girls. Oh. Two of them graduated from the police academy. The other graduated from a top school for models. What? <laughs> I forgot about
0: that. (laughs) They just stopped caring in season five. She was a model. How's she fighting crime? Not that that show was always a slave (laughs) to realism in the first place, but by the time uh, Tanya Roberts was an (laughs) ex-model... Who was fighting crime? We kind of lost its oh, all credibility. It's amazing. Yeah. Poor John Forsythe. He was like, oh, my you know, God. You can almost hear the exasperation. Can at you, can can you keep the goddamn story straight. <laughs> Can't we just say, here's the, here's Charlie. I'm Charlie. Here's my angels. Cut. All right. <laughs> that's it for today's TV <laughs> Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes <laughs> Tuesday. On
1: today's round
0: I like that one. Yeah, you do. As much as that corn, though. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Don't forget to send in your pictures of <laughs> the, the shucker, the shucker, the new village person. Can't wait to <laughs> see him. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, come on back tomorrow, won't you? We're going to be doing a brand new show, so you might as well listen to it. That's why we do it. It's all for you. It's Wednesdays are a special day around here, by the way, because on Wednesdays we... um. Wait a minute. I know this. Uh, Wednesdays mm-hmm. we take a... There's a... One-Hit Wonder? Uh, no, that's not It's it. not One-Hit Wonder? Oh, that's right. Goddamn it! <laughs> It is one-hit wonder. We'll take a look at a smash hit song and the artist who created who was never quite able to recapture that level of success again. More of your phone calls, more entertainment news. We're going to have a blast tomorrow. Steve Ashton should be stopping by with a UK update if we can wring the booze out of him long enough after that Liverpool win. Man. We'll see what happens. Um, Meanwhile, why don't you do the following? Stay the fuck at home. Wear your freedom mask. (laughs) Wash your hands. Stay good in the hood yeah and always stay swell give them hell buddy that's right we haven't heard from anthony while. Well. anthony know. call in if you're out there he binges on the weekends i miss you brother i want to know what's going on and eric please please always anytime we're always <laughs> here for you okay kids we'll talk to you tomorrow love you mean it bye